0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Herron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
1: How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm...
0: See, you can do a whole lot more in the Dublin area with the new TFI 90-minute fare. Hop on as many eligible TFI bus, train, and tram services as you like for 90 minutes at just two euro 30 for adults and students for a promotional period, and 80 cent for children. Simply use your TFI Leap card and touch on your last trip within 90 minutes of your first trip. Go on, you good pig. And you might even have time to pop out for a. And be back within the 90 minutes. The new
1: TFI 90-minute
0: fare. Visit Leapcard.ie. T's and C apply.
1: Here at Paddy Power, when we say there's a power price enhancement, we mean there's enhanced odds on a bet on UK and Irish racing each afternoon in shop every 20 minutes. Feel the power inside your local Paddy Power. Max stake 50 euro or 25 each way. In shop only. Excludes betting machines. Applies to singles and each way singles only. One bet per customer. Offer period runs between 1 and 4 p.m., but may vary. T's and C's apply. Play safe, 18 plus Ask staff for more details.
2: This episode is brought to you by 4 Sigmatic, a wellness company that is known for its delicious mushroom coffee. That's right, I've been drinking mushroom coffee for the first time my entire life this week, and I love it. Now, Four Sigmatic's Mushroom Coffee is real, organic, fair trade, single-origin Arabica coffee, that's right, with Lion's Mane Mushroom for productivity and Chaga Mushroom for immune support. So, in case you've been wondering, I've been starting my day with Four Sigmatic's Ground Mushroom Coffee with Lion's Mane instead of regular coffee, and I love how it helps me focus so I can get shit done. It's amazing, and I absolutely feel an uptick in my productivity every time I drink it. It helps me focus like nothing else. Mushroom coffee is easy on my gut and doesn't leave me with that awful jittery feeling or midday crash. Uh, All Four Sigmatic products are organic, vegan, and gluten-free. Plus, every single batch is uh, third-party lab tested to ensure its purity and safety so you know uh, you're getting the highest quality coffee and mushrooms possible. Now, you're probably thinking, does this coffee taste like mushrooms? I can guarantee it tastes like the coffee that you love. It brews dark and nutty and tastes incredible. And over 20,000 five-star reviews and best of all, Four Sigmatic backs their products with a 100% money-back guarantee. Love every sip or get your money back. Now, we've worked out an exclusive offer with Four Sigmatic on their best-selling mushroom coffee, but this is just for reality and SFW listeners. So get up to 40% off plus free shipping on mushroom coffee bundles. To claim this deal, you must go to foursigmatic.com survivor. This offer is only for reality NSFW listeners and is not available on their regular website. Once again, save up to 40% and get free shipping. So go right now to dot com slash survivor. They love it when we use that and fuel your productivity and creativity with some delicious mushroom coffee. Welcome to Reality and SFW Challenge Double Agents Coverage Finale Part 1. I'm Johnny Fairplay. I'm joined by Alex and Lauren. What is up, guys and gal? We're
3: almost there. I say it every week, but we're almost there. We're actually hitting the finish line. Maybe. I was,
2: I, I'm expecting I was,
3: a part three.
2: There could be. I was so pissed because I thought tonight was it. And then I was just like, you know what? Tonight was so good. I'm like, I can, I can do one more of those. So yeah, I'll last, be fine with tonight's episode. The last 18 weeks have been a little slow, but tonight I, <laughs> I was all in. So uh, let's just start with the peek behind the curtain. Um, Zach Hacker and I uh, went to Hearts Reality in December. And Zach, uh, was anxious to meet Memphis and Christmas to, uh, for me to disprove that they were actually good people. And, and we went to dinner and and Zach was like, holy shit, I don't hate Memphis. This is shocking. (laughs) (laughs) But the second biggest thing and possibly most important thing, Zach was really anxious to meet Casey. So, uh. Just, just a wonderful human being. She's she's one of the most likable people that you'll ever meet. Uh, in spite of what uh, what we what we saw a little bit at the beginning of the episode and what Cam is related to us, but uh, not true. She she uh, and and you know we we uh, everyone like I, I had someone bring up something on Twitter. They're just like you know you were talking about the girls on on Pearl Islands. They couldn't come up. I'm just like yeah, you know we weren't making a fucking television show. You know, sorry, I you know, I I should have just shut the fuck up and just sat there and said nothing. So no, trying to entertain, trying to say like when I say something that's catastrophically wrong and then you know it comes back to bite me in the ass. That's good TV. People like that. I'm the bad guy. It's okay. so so i'll throw those those conversations out there because i know that as a as a producer and an editor you're like hey thanks johnny fairplay that worked out for the fucking television show that we're making so so yeah so i i i don't think uh i i think i think the cam cam casey love is there and and you know she's we're making a television show it's okay folks so but uh so that first night there was a a party uh, very small deal with with just the um, uh, just the reality people that have been brought in and tested for COVID and all that very, very small uh, exclusive affair. And uh, Casey was one of the first people we see and roll that beautiful bean footage, Alex. There's the picture. That's the girl that I see and introduce to Zach with a fucking walking cast. (laughs) I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This is not what I want to see. So for those of you that are just listening to the podcast, it's a picture of me and my survivor sweater and Casey and and her and her Christmas get up with, with Christmas tree lights. And she has a huge stone cold Steve Austin walking cast on her knee. So um oh, man. we can we can bring Lauren back. <laughs> oh,
4: well, you could have just laughed it up the whole time if you really wanted to, Johnny.
3: Oh okay then. <laughs>
2: so uh I immediately excuse myself from the situation because I'm just like, I don't want to know anything, and uh Zach uh Zach, you know, had a a brief conversation, you know, I later rejoined, but she was uh, like, Zach was like, weren't you on, uh, weren't you on the last challenge? She goes, yeah, I did this in the final. (laughs) So so for me, I was so fortunate that I was not uh, uh, there for that conversation. I, 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 I loathe spoilers, uh, but I had a feeling that she didn't do it, you know, playing badminton in her backyard. (laughs) So, uh, gosh darn it. We will get to that moment, but I I just wanted to give everybody a little little, uh, peek behind the curtain there. So, um, boom. Previously on Survivor, we have Casey going down the volcano shaft. And as, as much as some of you might think that that's a little lame, I would imagine that's the first time Casey's ever gone down a shaft. A lot of firsts for just, Casey. <laughs> just kidding, folks. Just. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we're hey, we we're, we make jokes here, Casey. We love you. Uh, speedy recovery. I, I would like to think that right now Casey is in quarantine um, and uh, ready to go back and uh, and win one of uh, TJ's uh, gold skulls, which may you know or may been not. Back. Qualify her for TJ's.
4: Along uh, with one of our other favorite people as well.
2: Oh, who's one of our other favorite people?
4: I mean, isn't it a given? It's our favorite person week
2: after week. Oh, you, th- you think Fessy's going to be back there in quarantine? You think Fessy's in quarantine right now? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he is. Oh, yeah. You know, you know who's not? Jay. Yeah. Jay. Man, breaking quarantine protocol? Come on, man. You're better than that. Well, yeah. Based
3: off what's been revealed so far, it looks like they had a lot more guys than women revealed uh, so far. So it probably he, he, you could basically burn him as an alternate. But it's
2: a shame. I wanted CJ back. Yeah, big time. I mean, like Jay, He's 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 been in the hunt, but you know, his back his back's been against the wall. You know, like being like the one survivor and then one of two survivors. But now, I mean, just think about the fucking CBS alliance. It's, oh, yeah. It, it, it's a majority. It that is. A majority this, because, um, yeah. Because you'll have CBS and Big Brother will work to I mean, uh, Survivor and Big Brother will work together.
1: Yeah. So mm-hmm.
2: they, they might uh, stab each other after the fact, but they will work together until that they understand how alliances work in the strategic aspect of, of reality uh, competition television shows. So, whereas the MTV, or so, so say that's half our roster. The other half is MTV, you know, challenge, real world, road rule people. And then the X on the beach. And, and, and are you the one? And, and international, all those. And the MTV people kind of just isolate to themselves and then have their internal feuds amongst themselves. So they're so splintered that I just see the CBS advantage just eating all these. Other oh, ab-
3: absolutely. Absolutely and an issue there is they're casting survivor people and big brother people who are friends with each other. Yeah. And even if they had beef before they've squashed it and they're coming in as friends yep. without beef. And they're like, we're coming in. We're being a unit. It doesn't matter what happens. We're being a unit. And yep. even if they betray each other and you can say there's was betrayal this season amongst the big brother people there you. I'm guaranteed. Even what we saw today, like I'm guaranteeing though, we're going to go into next season there's going to be no hard feelings between Fessy and Casey over what happened today. No, no, well, I don't
4: think so at all. Now where yeah. does Tommy fit into all of this? Cause I actually was surprised to see Tommy on the list.
3: There's no teaching time with Tommy uh, on the challenge.
2: Oh, sorry. You said Tommy Sheehan. I went to sleep. Yeah. Um, uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited that he's leaving his Disney mugs at home unattended for my uh, penis to go into. <laughs> so, I'm excited. How many weeks is he going to be gone? You know how many mugs that is? Woo. On mugs. <laughs> I will break his dishwasher on my way out of his apartment. I, I promise. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, we get back into the house and uh, we get a little Joan Jet bad reputation. Um, I'm a okay. fan, i am I was a fan back in the day. I was a fan when Ronda Rousey came to the ring. That yep. great entrance music, and uh, I was go- I, 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 you know, like like a lot of a lot of the people, you know, that it left in this crazy eight. Uh, you know, they they may have tarnished their reputations a little bit to make it to the final. They they may have done some things that they might regret. You know? They they may have backstabbed some people, caught, you know, uh, severed uh, some temporarily severed some friendships. But that's what it's all about. In the in the grand scheme yeah. of things, you're you're playing. I thought it was for a million dollars, but you're playing for nine hundred thousand dollars.
3: Yeah, I also thought it was for a million dollars. Yeah, you know, it challenge, Big Brother, Survivor, whatever game you want to be talking about. Dirty moves have to be made, or what yeah. what people will call dirty,
2: but it's really just moves. Moves have well, to be made. <laughs> it comes down to who's your better friend. I mean, like, yeah. you, like you know, when when phone calls initially went out for survivor legends that later became, uh, uh, survivor winners at war. You know, like I'm hearing all these people getting calls and some of them I liked a lot of them. I didn't like, and you know, and I told my closest friends, uh, a lot of which not even in, in the survivor community. And they're just like, Ooh, fair play. That sucks. You know, that that's, that's a lot of people you don't like. And I'm like, that's what I want. I'm yeah. like, I ain't trying to send home my friends. Yeah. I'm trying to sit home motherfuckers I don't like. So exactly. give me plenty of those. So, because like, that's fun for me. Like, like sitting on my friends ain't no fun in that. So give me enough to do something, but that's it. You can, you can, whatever that number needs to be, I'm cool with that number and I'll do my damage from there. So, but I don't, you know, I don't, I don't need, if it's, if it's fair play 19 of his favorite friends, that sounds like a shit fucking season for me and them. Yeah. Well, maybe not them. They might, they might not be as good of friends as I thought they were. So, but, uh, you yeah, know, it's, it comes down to you know like there's 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 you know casual friends there there's good friends there's close friends and so I think a lot of these people made close friends decisions and and they're they're happy with those decisions and and, and I am for them.
3: Yeah, you have to make the moves that you think are necessary to get yourself to the end with the person that you would like to run it with, thinking that gives you the best opportunity. And even if you don't have that, like you want to at least be with someone, like you said, who you're friends with and like be I'm not gonna be mad if we lose. I just want to make sure I know this person's gonna give it their all. Like the Leroy Nani pairing on paper, just because Nani's like not the best runner of everyone there, Leroy's like. You know, it's fine. We're going to do our best to win. But, like, running with her is going to be good enough for me instead of someone that I don't mesh with. Yeah,
1: well, He's a
4: supportive partner, if you look at it, because he was cheering her on all day long. He was not pushing her. I mean, we saw it with Fessy. Fessy was pushing Casey to the her limit, literally. And Leroy was just helping Nani along the way, which that's an encouragement Nani needs. If she... And that's why they're good together because they have good communication. They know that they can catch up with each other with everyone else.
2: And and it, this is the end of Leroy's story, which he's told us in about every other confessional. Has he now? Uh, well, I've i heard I've heard that, and, and you need a gold skull more than I care to, care to mention. Uh, at this point, um, oh,
4: you I, forgot I, TJ's I, final too. Yeah,
2: I, I hear it in my sleep at this point. But uh, no, Leroy started this whole journey way back in you know, real world Vegas uh, yeah. with Nani. And mm-hmm. then here we are full circle. I, I love I it. I like it. I think mm-hmm. it's a beautiful story. Yeah. And I hope that like this, you know, this isn't you guys' pick, but it's my pick for the best story that we can tell. I, I will say after part one of TJ's final, I'd like not to pick up the pace a little bit. I mean, like when <laughs> well, I didn't think it was that big a deal at one point of the episode, but then I'm realizing it kind of is. So Come on, Nani. I mean, you know what you signed up for—a yep. three-mile run. I did a three-mile run today. I didn't take a break. If I took a break, I could run two more miles, no problem. And if I mm-hmm. took a break after that, I could run three more miles, no problem. So, but if if I really needed to, I could run thirteen miles, no problem. That's yeah,
4: well, I mean, we also have to take into account like the elements too, because of—I mean, it is tough running into that wind. It, it's got to be, and then the but terrain did you know as it was well. 13? Oh, yeah. how many times
2: did that get mentioned? Was it? Yeah, it, was, was, a, it? it was a hurricane, I hear. So, well, okay, I'll say this. I've run, I don't know, like eight half marathons now.
3: Mm-hmm. My
2: best time ever was not at, at, on the beach, flat terrain, paved course. My best time ever was 28 degrees, uh, rock, hills, all that stuff. And I I think I did like a minute or a minute, an hour and 40 minutes. And it was only because it was the worst fucking thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I just warned it fucking over.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: There you go. That makes sense. I mean, I'm a runner too. So I actually definitely feel that because when it is really cold, you just want to be done so you can get warm again.
3: Yeah, I'm not a runner, but I remember my times doing sprints in track. Like that was my thing. I wasn't distance; I was sprinting. And I just remember there would be stretches. You're doing the 400 or 800, and you turn, and you're in that wind tunnel, and you're literally seeing yourself stopping. Like you're running in place. It feels like the entire time. Uh, It's not. It's not fun. It's not easy. But like, like you said, if you're going on the challenge, you you have to give your all. It's your job to figure out how to run in terrain and not flat track. Like I wouldn't be able to do that currently. I would need to train for months in order to be able to do this. But you got that time if your career is the challenge.
2: Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we we have the crazy eight. There, we're left with nothing but great competitors.
4: Yeah,
2: there, there is no one that that shouldn't be there. I think of, of of our final eight here. They they all earned their spot. One Mm -hmm. way or the other, yeah. So I I would
3: have preferred Kyle
2: being there, but me too.
4: And some of them had to go in twice into elimination, so those people definitely earned their spot.
2: Yeah, and uh, oh well, Fessy. I mean, well, one was tricked into going in twice, but. He wrote a letter. I didn't know. Like I, I caught it on on the uh, recap at the beginning of the show. Uh, Leroy's rolling his eyes during the letter read. I missed that yeah. the first go around. Yeah, literally. I feel like all of them were at some
3: point yeah, or another. Yeah. I was like,
2: oh my god, man, why? That made me so happy. So uh, uh, next, it is the last club night in the ice dome, and it is so appropriate. They're playing nothing but a good time by Poison which harkened uh, me back to the days when I was living in Los Angeles. I went to the, uh, the 30 under 30 party by whatever magazine did it. And uh, it was uh, the 30 most influential people under, uh, 30 most influential celebrities under the age of 30. And uh, uh, Britney Spears' sister was there. And anyway, for some reason, C.C. Um, DeVille was there, the, uh, the guy from Poison. And uh, nope. I was I was wearing these uh, like diesel jeans that uh, do you remember the girl Forbidden from MySpace? That's before me. <laughs> okay, okay.
4: I mean, <laughs> I was around for MySpace, but not like. OK,
2: well, Forbidden was like one of the, the, the you know, a big part. Yeah. Anyway, so Forbidden was doing these bleach washes on these jeans and she had she had done a uh, like. I, I knew forbidden, and she uh, she did a bleach watch on my um, on my jeans. So CC gets there to the party. He's like, "Oh my god, Johnny Fairplay, look at those jeans! Can I, can I check those out?" I was like, "Yeah." And he, and he he's like touching the material on my jeans, and he grabs my dick. <laughs> I was like, "That ain't my jeans." So, but apparently, he was looking for nothing but a good time. Yeah,
3: <laughs> that song was probably playing in his head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got that going for me at the end of the day. <laughs> so uh um we we hear at this point that uh uh throughout the episode uh, a little bit we we hear why some people want to win the season at this point we hear cam wants to, to help out her sisters you know with her with their college fund she wants to do uh do things to help black lives matter and this is this potentially can give her the platform uh to 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 do great things in the world I, I was hoping she would miss. She would mention, you know, you know, me and Leroy moving in together. Maybe I could buy some some house plants. Yeah, I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it it all
3: sounded great, and like that's what I always feel is redeeming about Cam, no matter what people think about her. I'm like, at the end of the day, like she's doing a lot of these for good causes. Yeah. Outside and like I, I love her mentioning like how this is probably one of the most and not probably it is the most diverse final. Like we have eight people competing, yeah. only one of them is white. The yeah. rest are people of color of of any sort. Yeah. I find that fantastic.
2: I love yeah. it, and I didn't notice. Because like, I, you know, like, yeah, because you're just looking at them as like, these are all really good competitors. Great, great, great personality, diverse personalities in that. I got a guy. I hate, I got a guy. I love, I got a girl. I love, I got, you know, so yep. that that's, I look like for me as, as a reality television bu- viewer, I think the best thing is the relatability of, of the viewer and, and, and the star in that, you know, like Fessy reminds you of the guy from high school that you fucking hated, you know, and Cam reminds you of of uh the, the head of the cheerleaders that, that was super cool. And 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 Nani's the cute girl that you always wanted to ask out, but you never did, you know, and yeah, and,
3: and CT's the drunk dad at the football game who gets oh, into yeah. a fight.
2: <laughs> yeah, he oh. lost
4: his dad bod. You gotta give him a little bit. He looks he lost his dad bod for this season.
2: Oh, I'm not calling him oh, a dad bod. he's a dad. That's uh, is. I was about to say, were you were you at my high school, Alex? Because that seems that, that's pretty uh uh pretty pretty on on. Uh, on I, track I feel like there.
3: it's on point for any high school, really. <laughs> there's always
2: There's always a handful. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, um, you know, we 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 then had the conversation, um, you know, with uh, with CT and Amber. And, you know and amber's just like you know how many finals have you been? and he's like i've won three finals and, and and amber's at this point is like
4: hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting
0: to your happy place for a happy price.
1: Go to your happy price, price line. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands on learning opportunities and world class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissionstempleedu visit. Good.
2: Like, you know, he's not quite C- uh, Dad Bob CT. You know we're, we're not we don't i don't have that guy you know i saw this guy kind of kill it with with fucking puzzles earlier
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh you know i don't care what shape's in ct's tough yeah. and he's done this three times he probably has it in the ability uh he probably has the ability to hey thanks for the super sticker there sarah look at you you're a superstar so um, we, uh, he also has demonstrated, uh, you know, with with one small lapse, how encouraging it'd be with, with whoever he he's he's uh, an agent with, as we saw with Big T, minus the one moment. So mm-hmm. if I'm Amber, like all this is computing in my head because I don't even think she's thought about CT as a partner. No. You know, like, it's just like you know, he's got this person, he's got this person. I got, I got. I got direct. I mean, she has been pretty freaking fortunate throughout this thing, with the exception of Corey.
3: Yeah, essentially, like <laughs> Amber, and like you also see Amber's like purpose now is like now. I go back on, I retract what I say a couple weeks ago when she picks Fessy. Like, yes, it was a grudge move picking Fessy as a partner, but now we see like no, she wanted to have him as part and then like prove to him by being his partner that they can win. So now it's, her purpose is, and CT highlights it, it's like. I want revenge. I want to prove the Big Brother people wrong, and so I'm going to win it with you. And CD's like, oh, I only have, like, speaking as Amber, like, I only have to run, and you'll take care of everything else? I can do that.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, I I, I, I I, love just just seeing the, 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 the light bulb come on, and it's just like, you know what? This ain't a bad idea. And for record, despite the curse of Corey, not a bad partner. No, not that. No, he's, at a, all.
4: he's a great competitor. He really is. Yeah. And he I, I will hard. touch on in he terms of Amber B. If she does, if she's with CT, they complement each other because he's really good at what she's not. And if he can slightly keep up with her in the running, which we've seen so far, it's a great duo.
3: Well, yeah. like the thing before you uh, continue, Johnny is like the one thing everyone needs to remember. It was said during. Uh, It was like the second Champs versus Stars one that they attempted to do. And it was like Johnny, Bananas, CT, Emily Tron. Like a lot of them were working together. And a lot of people were counting CT out because he was in his dad bod mode. And Johnny Bananas goes like, guys, like it doesn't matter what CT looks like. He can even look like, like an Adonis or look like be a fat slob. He's gonna be the same no matter what when it comes to competing. Like he could look overweight and still outrun everyone, outrun out in distance, out challenge you, out swim you, like outpuzzle you. you. Yeah. He has the grid. Like he it's that old school like mentality of just like he wants it, and that motivation is just driving his body to do the rest.
2: He's just like what Boston Tough, you know, like like yeah. uh uh boondock saints. Yeah. Like, those guys, like, you you put a, a boondock saint guy on the challenge, he's probably going to fucking win.
3: Yeah. It's just, like, he has more drive, I feel, yeah. than most.
4: Yeah, more heart, for sure. Yeah. Because he, he knows he's doing it for a purpose. Like, he goes out there each and every single time in it to win it, and his head is always in the game. He never falters from that. He's always strategically thinking what is best for me to get myself to a final.
2: Yeah, like, like Mikey B from uh Survivor Micronesia. He's he's he's, he's one of those Boston boondock, yeah. boondock saint guys. He he fell off a chimney and broke his back, wasn't supposed to walk again. And then you know, he's playing Survivor. So that's that incredible. Nice.
1: Yeah. It extra stuff.
3: Yeah, it's just that will. You have to have willpower, and uh we'll we'll see it later in the episode. There, there's some people in this eight that were like, Oh, these are all impressive athletes. maybe one in particular does not have the willpower.
2: Maybe. So, uh, um, we hear that Corey just wants to beat Fessy, and I'm here for it.
3: Yeah. It's like, you know what? My best revenge isn't taking you out, because I know you'll probably stay. My best case of revenge is getting you to that final. I get there, and I beat your ass. Yeah.
2: That, I, like... I think Corey Stock on this episode, like, I mean, I had him good. At the end of this episode, I have him great. I mean, j- the self realization of the edit that he knows he's going to get. You know. Oh yeah. Where, you know. Uh. You know, s- saying that you that you know, hey, you fucked over my boy earlier, but we're cool. But here's the deal, fuck you.
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, and it's like, like, and he's saying that to the. Confessional, but like in Fessy's mind, Fessy's like, "Oh, I squashed this. We're yeah. we're, we're buddies again." But yeah. like you can see it in Fessy's eyes as he's having this conversation, just like to himself. Yeah, he's like, "I'm doing he's so good there. right now. I'm doing yeah. so good. Yeah, I'm gonna get out another letter so I can explain to myself to the mirror like how good of a job I just handled this situation."
2: Yeah. Now he explained. He explained to himself with Corey there how everything was squashed and how he's cool with it. And and Corey's just like, "Yeah." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm glad i'm glad well, it goes
4: you- back to the self-awareness it's yeah. not there clearly he it's never knows that, how right. other people perceive him
2: yeah so um we uh we then hear from casey and i'm just like oh fuck this this is like like on, on survivor pro islands when i when i go uh you know there's i got a million dollars that says sander doesn't win this thing
3: yeah never <laughs> Never. never say
2: never say those words. And and Casey's just like, nothing is gonna stop me from winning this. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no, that's I would that's fucking weird. die before it happened I right, win it. Happened right there. That's when the, her she blows out her knee when she says that in the fucking ice dome.
3: She's like, I would fucking die for this shit. I'm like, well, well you you might.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't say that.
3: Oh <laughs> my like, God! Wait, don't wish this upon yourself. Yeah. Well, she, she might does die does. for it. But her partner's rude.
4: not willing to die for it. He's willing to give up.
2: Oh, he's oh my God! I, I, if you didn't like Fessy going to this episode, this might be the greatest episode of all time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, oh yeah, because because the editors were just like, here you go. He was <laughs> like they couldn't they couldn't have CGI'd him to look worse.
4: Oh so bad.
2: No.
3: No, it was just perfect cuz like everyone says like oh reality TV it's you know it's scripted it's manufactured they're only showing the good things. I'm like if you've seen good reality television if there's someone that they can want to expose they will fully
2: expose mm-hmm. them. Oh yeah. <laughs> no yeah. way. So no, I I I'm, I'm just imagining that that like they don't like him. <laughs> like, they I mean, don't like him but they know that like oh If we keep bringing him back, people
3: are going to watch to hate him. Like that—that's why they're going to watch. They're like, "I'm going to watch so that I can go on Twitter and complain that he's on the show."
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's that that helps them. I cast that person. I mean, like, if I'm casting 37, I don't care what the fucking theme is. The first name I have on a piece of paper is Fessy. Like honestly, to me, at this point,
3: it's once Fessy becomes likable, is the is the season that I stop casting him. Yeah. Because then yeah. he's not he's not useful anymore to me. Yeah.
2: It, it depends. I mean, like uh it's kind of like reverse Roman Reigns. Like yeah. Roman Reigns, like you know, we wanted to hate him so bad and they're just like, Nope, he's a good guy, fucking root for him. Yeah. And you know, we're like, no, fuck him. And, and then, then they finally bad. turned him. And then they turn to him I'm just like, oh my god, how fucking great is he at this? Maybe Fessy's going to be the greatest good guy ever. I don't think he is. Uh, but he no, like, no. It definitely it take a lot There's of time. No way.
4: There's no way. And I, I will sit here just <laughs> flat on say, if he gets an arc where he looks like a good guy, it's, I
3: would be, I will give like money for that it's Is not it, gonna happen it, it's uh, market mark it right? three seasons from now hey yeah. look at the hero edit fessy's getting <laughs>
2: I mean stranger things have happened
4: yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's not happening it's not and if we, it we does your
2: opinions on okay.
4: if, if it does we can all stop watching
3: <laughs> but I will say I was it was uncalled for for Cam saying Casey's looking like the female version of Fessy because yeah. I, I feel like in Casey's yeah. mind yes she wanted to run with Fessy but she would have yeah. ran with Leroy if she had to. Like yeah. she would ran
2: with anyone and been good with it. And I think I feel like she was showing confidence, not arrogance. There's a difference. Yes. Like, like with me as a bad guy, like, like there's a playfulness to my uh, my badness mm-hmm. versus, uh, like, like like a Russell Hans or or uh, or a Boston Rob. they they're just they're just bad people. Like they're, they're, there's a maliciousness to what they do. So whereas I think there's a playfulness to mine and like with Casey, I think there's just a confidence versus an arrogance.
3: Yeah. And there's no problem with being confident. Like Cam, I, I feel like Cam realizes that even as she's saying that, because like Cam's the same, like Cam exudes yeah. confidence. Yes. And it's like, I walk in knowing that I'm the shit. My shit does not stink. And I know everyone wants to follow with me and tag on to me because they think that I give them a good chance to win. And I Casey just is an equal there.
2: I love Cam. I, I love so many people on this cast. It's yeah. like I, I did not expect to leave this season going. Oh my god! I love them. I love them. I love yeah. them.
4: There was uh, only Tom a couple duds. duds only a couple duds.
2: Yeah, uh, Liz B writes. Uh, the producers knew that Casey would be yelling at him to eat that stuff, even if she hadn't blown any. Of course. But, mm-hmm. like i mean he, it it's low-hanging fruit there's there's just all this It's just like oh my god he's gonna look like an ass here he's gonna look like an ass yeah. here he's gonna look like an ass here and 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 he delivers yeah, and yeah, i loved he, it he, i oh sorry oh, i was gonna, I was gonna say, say go ahead alex yeah i was gonna say
3: i loved the callback though because that first thing i think of when they open up the food and you see fessy's face i go back to the episode where they did that um in the escape the cage challenge, yeah. and he's pretending that, like, oh, I don't want to eat this stuff so that I don't have to be a niece's partner, but you can also tell that he's just being a bitch because he doesn't want to eat the food. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so glad it like karma. Karma's so fantastic. And and the challenge gods knew what needed to happen. Yes, they did. Yeah, but <laughs> don't go
4: on. If you can't eat it, don't go on. You know that eating is gonna be on every single season. It's something they do in all the finals. Just
1: puke. Just yeah, cool. yeah I mean,
4: <laughs> do what Corey did. Corey pukes the most of anyone, but he's still going to eat it no matter what.
2: I, I, I still have a problem with the uh, yes, like if you can, get if you can chew and puke, then who can't do that? I mean, Sexy, can apparently
4: fake, he didn't even fake,
2: try. Yeah, you can fake eat anything.
3: I know, but you know Corey's not fake eating. Yeah,
4: he's actually <laughs> eating it. He's yeah, just like, like he not like, keep so, it down.
2: Survivor, if you throw something up, you have to pick it up off yeah. the fucking ground and eat it. Yeah. So. They I have buckets. And I'm just sitting there and just like, awesome. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like you wow.
3: even hear CT saying during it, it's like, puke. I have to puke in order to create more room in my stomach to eat the rest yeah. of this. Yeah. So maybe it's just so much because I know there's also things about like with blood that they were drinking, is like, you can only drink so much blood before your body rejects it and forces you to puke it out.
2: Not according to this goth chick I used to date. Oh, well. I'm kidding. Goth chicks wouldn't <laughs> look at me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well,
3: maybe before we uh, head into the actual final, uh, we hear a little bit from oh, some real, of the real, sponsors.
2: Real, real, real quick before we get there. Yeah, uh, we're 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 almost there. I, ju- I just I just had to th- had to throw this out real quick. Right before they go out, uh, I, we see that Corey brought a shitload of family pics. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, that's so smart. Because, like, if I had gone out there, I would have brought, like, a pic of Piper and a pic of Madeline. I would have brought, like, two pictures or yeah. maybe, maybe three, maybe a picture of both of them. This motherfucker yeah. brings, like, 150 pictures. I'm like, that's smart. Like, why wouldn't you bring 150 pictures?
4: Yeah. He's experienced. He's done these challenges so many times. He knows exactly what to bring.
2: Oh, my God. I, I sat there. I'm just like. You know, I consider myself a smart reality person. I'm just like, I'm a fucking moron. I like, there's no way I bring more than three pictures. Mm. Why? Yeah, why not? (laughs) I don't know. If you have the ability to do it, just bring them. I mean, what's the difference? Like if you're bringing, if you're protecting three pictures, you can protect a a, a hundred pictures in a fucking rubber band. They're not getting fucked up. They're getting less fucked up than your three pictures. Yeah. And they're probably extras. (sighs) I'm so mad at myself for not even thinking of that for for a situation that hasn't even happened in my life. Well, just be ready for that when you have your Survivor
3: uh, Legends on Paramount+. Mm-hmm. Plus.
2: Okay, I, I will... Uh, it's your luxury. I, I'll, I bring, I'll, I'll bring the Patreon pictures from each month. I'll, I'll <laughs> knock your mind. Not
4: and your cats. You got to make sure you have your cats in there too.
2: Well, I'm not doing the fucking circle. I mean... <laughs> oh, and the picture. Yeah, picture. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> the picture. The picture. Okay, got it. All right. Let's hear from the sponsors. And when it comes to eating better and consuming less sugar let's be honest most healthy snacks don't taste very good they don't fill you up and they certainly don't satisfy your cravings this episode is sponsored by monk pack who makes snacks that taste like our favorite sugary treats but with less than one gram of sugar monk pack keto nut and seed bars
0: contain less than one gram of sugar two to three grams of net carbs and they're only 150 calories
2: They're great for anyone following a keto lifestyle and the perfect snack for anyone who is trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing taste.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I'm personally not a keto eater, but I love these nut and seed bars. I try to have one of these uh, always on me for a snack because I'm usually trying to train for a new running distance I'm trying to hit. I think 2021 is going to be the year for my first full marathon. And I think Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars are gonna help me get there because they're giving me the energy I need and the nutrition
2: I need to make those health goals possible. Wow. Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars have the perfect balance of sweet and salty, a crunch from whole nuts and seeds, but still manage to be soft and chewy. How do they do it? They come in delicious flavors like sea salt, dark chocolate, pecan almond, and my favorite, no contest. Love these so much. Game changers, if you will the peanut butter dark chocolate. So good. They're perfect for a quick snack to satisfy your sweet tooth without any
0: guilt. Enjoy Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars as a quick breakfast while running errands or after a workout.
2: In addition to being keto friendly, these bars are gluten-free, plant-based and non-GMO. So with no soy, trans fat, sugar alcohols or artificial flavors. They really taste incredible, and you can't beat the low-sugar nutrition or taste they provide. And by shopping online, you can avoid another trip to the grocery store by getting Monk Pack delivered right to your door. Try it for yourself and see, and we have a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting MonkPack.com and entering promo code SURVIVOR at checkout. And Monkpack is so
0: confident in their product, it's backed by a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll
2: exchange the product or refund your
0: money, whichever you prefer.
2: So to get started, just go to monkpack.com. that's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com, and select any product, and then use promo code SURVIVOR, they love it when we do that, at checkout to save 20% off your purchase.
0: Monkpack, delicious, nutritious foods you can count on, and we thank them for sponsoring the Reality NSFW podcast.
2: Are you ready to enter the wild again? There's a chance no one has seen your balls in a few months. Don't ruin your first post-quarantine date with a ball fro. Would you show up to your first day of school without a haircut?
0: Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience.
2: Johnny, how's your grooming been lately? Oh man, I am sleek aerodynamic. I'm like that new Tesla. I mean, I I whoo. I got I got I got a bunch of 5Ks coming up. I got a bunch of half marathons coming up. Oh man, I'm gonna run so fast. There's no friction between Johnny Fairplay, little Johnny Fairplay, and Home Sweet Home. Oh, that's good news because Manscaped is here to help everyone
0: else get on that level with their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. It's the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and advanced skin safe technology, your snags will be reduced while preparing yourself for post quarantine life. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0 Essentials Kit. The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a
2: travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Now, the Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant, which ensures that your afternoon stroll doesn't end with your balls sticking to your leg. They call that bat winging. You can eliminate that with a little manscaping uh, courtesy of the Crop Preserver. But the Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls it's made with the soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that give your balls a boost now and subscribers th- to the peak hygiene plan get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower 3.0 trimmer delivered to your door every three months don't use no old razor come on and making sure your trimmer stays fresh and clean the light is at the end
0: of the tunnel, fellas. Treat yourself for making it through quarantine with the perfect package 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SURVIVOR at manscaped.com.
2: That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com. Use promo code SURVIVOR. They love it when we do that. And your first date will thank you. Yay. Yeah. And we're back. It's time for the challenge. We find out here that someone's going to be eliminated. Third place gets nothing, second place gets a hundred thousand dollars, and first place gets nine hundred thousand. Why not a million dollars?
3: Yeah, the way they pitched it at the beginning of the season made it sound like you it was you win or you get nothing. Yeah. So I don't know. I've liked those seasons better because it makes people push harder. Cause like I'm, I'm, even when you know you have a fallback option of a hundred K, you're like, it could push you a little less. But if you know I can win everything or just get the stipend. Yeah, I'm
2: going to get everything. I'm cool with 100k per second, but first should still be a million. I agree. Like, don't be it, right there? Like, like, did they?
4: Can they mean, clarify if th- your partner can steal if that's an option for the season? They didn't season? say it. They didn't. Okay, because th- that could be that could be pretty iconic if that's an option.
3: Oh, well, I mean, I don't you know. think any of them are going to do it.
1: No. I
4: don't know. I, you never know. Just like think about it. If you got to the end and it was an option, I, I don't think. I think Leroy and Nani for sure would split.
3: No I, I think it would be hard to do that because in the seasons where they allowed people to steal, they made it known in like each uh, mission or like each stayed. checkpoint, like who won it or who on your team had the
2: advantage. Well, which we we saw that Amber B. As of Mm -hmm. stage one, there's no way to tell on stage two. Yeah, you can't. So like
3: it's almost impossible to make that type of statement of, oh, well, Amber, you won the most checkpoints. You can do that because you already have a checkpoint where you can't really declare a winner.
1: Yeah.
4: Well, I'm going to play on day two once they eliminate somebody. So we don't know that.
3: Yeah. You're right. We'll see. We'll see next week, hopefully, uh, unless they want to do like a five-part finale.
2: Oh, please. Uh, please, dear God. Yeah, let's drive this for half a year, 26 yeah. weeks. We're, we're, we're closing <laughs> in on the half a year mark. I know. Um, the, this this season started before the pandemic. I don't know if you guys are aware. <laughs> so, yeah, no one knew who the Tiger King was when this season started. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know. all right so uh it starts with a three mile uh three mile hike and uh hey i don't know if you guys heard there's a hurricane coming you have the tail
3: end of a hurricane yes and I, uh, I, my one complaint about this episode was they had a perfect opportunity here to just at any point during the mission to throw in rocky like a hurricane
2: right well I'm guessing that the guy that does the music for all stars is not the guy that does the music for this. Cause, cause some of the songs, uh, this season, it might be, and if it is, sorry, dude, like I, I think there's been a couple misses this season on double agents, whereas all stars has been fucking it's been great. boom. No, like, like he's batting a thousand.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So. He's batting perfect. Like, yeah. he all stars if you're not watching all stars watch it just even if it's just for the music that yeah. they use it's, it's fantastic
2: so which which we were gonna have him on the uh the pod but he he signed a non-disclosure <laughs> and he will oh.
1: be,
2: he will not be joining us
1: <laughs> so, Dang it.
2: so but it's it, it's uh we will I, talk about it anyway yes yes so um
4: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: I uh on my first season of Survivor, we had two tropical storms that later became hurricanes after they passed through where we were. And the first one was rough, but not that bad. It sucked. I mean, mm-hmm. like it just rained on, you know. So, but the next one, it rained for I want to say like at least 12 hours straight the rain was coming in horizontal and like like your hands and like basically from wrists down ankles down were solid purple i mean just raisins and and painful i mean it was literally yeah. painful and uh i remember like uh probably like two hours into this finally production's like we're out of here nobody die and it was just like whoa what huh and, we're, and, we, and then we look at each other, we're like, oh, this shit's real. And so, but they also knew that it's so real that they fucking left, that it's that, they're they're like, they also knew, we ain't going nowhere. It's just like, don't leave the fucking shelter for nothing. Yeah. And we didn't. <laughs> so, it was pretty fucking miserable. So, so I've actually been like, you know, I haven't seen the rain yet. It might be coming next up. I mean, but we had, as I said, just horizontal fucking rain for over 12 hours and it was the i mean like we 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 just looked at each other and just cried i mean it, it was the most miserable i've ever been in my life
3: yeah, like they were saying here though, that a couple of people were saying it, it was a tail end of a hurricane. So they, the rain may have already passed, but you still have like the outlier of the wind and the yeah. an intensity for that, which by itself can be very drastic depending on the severity of the hurricane. But you saw in the uh, when they get to that first mi- uh checkpoint for the women, yeah, that wind was mm-hmm. going, yeah. Yeah, big time, big time. They got the real um, industrial fans out there for people who think it's fabricated. Well, are they film in Burbank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not a big bear. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, for big, for
2: the, big bear for the All Stars, Burbank <laughs> double agents, just like Survivor. We filmed uh, Survivor in Burbank. Took it took four hours just to get the bug bites every day. They they paint them on one at a time. It's ridiculous. So. um yeah. Amber B and CT are first to the checkpoint. And at this point we learned that uh, Amber B wants to buy her mom a house. If she were to get the money, it's just like, okay, you know? Yeah. And so we see them come in, you know, one after another. And at this point, I'm just like, it doesn't seem to make a difference uh, where they finish in this. And then after this, this checkpoint, Uh, we see that it does in that you know uh, ct and amber b get to go first and then seconds later the and i'm just like okay like so so for like i i understand the confessionals are are to build the drama but it's just like you know we're in last place now but you never know how long we're going to be in last place i'm like yeah because you can fucking see them yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah because like in full
3: reality they all came in it wasn't even though they were trying to show, like, oh, they're this so far apart, for most of the filming, you could see all eight people at ev- any mm-hmm. given time. Yeah. So it wasn't like this drastic, like, Leroy and Nani were like 500 meters behind the next person or whatever. And they were like running 10 minute miles where the other people were running six. So, like, if mm-hmm. you're going by average of time, it is like you said, it's literally seconds. Like, second. okay, congratulations. You just won this and used all of your energy. Yeah. You can
2: get a five second head start. <laughs> Yeah. That's your and and, and Leroy is just like, you know, they're going to, they're going to wear themselves out. I'm just like, yeah, but you know, like I, I, I don't feel like Nani was pacing herself. I, like, I, I think that's what she was bringing to the table. So, mm-hmm. so that, that that was the, the you know, the, the, the caveat to Leroy's plan with, Hey, I know you got all this in reserve. And I'm like, I don't think she has it in reserve.
3: <laughs> you know what I did not like, I did not like during this mission. You're now fighting for what we thought was going to be a million, but you're fighting for 900k. And the men go in, and they're still being somewhat cordial to each other until CT's like, "No, no, 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 Bessie, you ain't grabbing this from me." I oh, love they it. They start going at, it. and same with the girls, like they're being cordial until Amber's like, uh, "Casey, I'm gonna just take that from you," and yeah. then everyone just dog piles. You even see Nani like start jump in on the. Top oh, of the like, this, like your And you're in a scrap and suddenly so I was like, "Oh, dog pile!" And they just jump right on top of it.
2: Yeah, so so uh, we we see that uh, um, a, a fun confessional from Leroy is just saying, just please don't let CT win anyone but C wait a second let me fucking win what, the,
1: what am yeah. i seeing
2: don't I? <laughs> I love that wait, like, wait, can I fuck it. it? let yeah, me did win I, did i change my confessional like that's that no. not what i meant to say at all like so uh so so that was fun and um and then ct and Festy fighter of that capsule that made me so happy i i like i i i wanted a uh uh, what's what's the uh the eliminator when when they have the uh the, the X that they fight for? Like oh it's essentially, essentially
3: the pole wrestle. wrestle. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like like i I wanted to see a a a version of the pole wrestle right there. Well it's a
3: callback to like their fight a couple episodes ago about like if you're gonna step to me, like who would win and Fessy's like, oh I'll win every single time. Like you couldn't really tell who won in that scrap, but you mm-hmm. know CT ultimately won. Yeah. So he got the advantage there, and you see CT's just like dude i i ain't cocky but like but like come on yeah i love it
4: you know i you know that's my favorite part so far in this episode but we'll get to my other favorite
3: part i love my you know what? at this point my favorite part is seeing amber win this and as john goes and grabs what he needs to do uh amber winning when like her whole thing is like these type of things aren't her thing like you can essentially think of this as a puzzle, even though it's just, you know, just memorizing colors to put in and you eventually you get the combination, but she does. I think it surprises a lot of people because they are thinking the only thing she's going to be good for is the running. She's not going to be useful at all for any of the challenges, but you see her win and not only win, but have the fastest time to do it.
2: And, and in between the, the, the men's, uh, Men's portion of this and the and the women's portion, we had a commercial for match me if you can presented by Pepsi and MTV. This will be on April 21st, one day after 420, featuring that's right, Ashley Millionaire Mitchell. And for those of you that would like it, those of you watching that would like this autograph pick, become a patron. Uh go to adfreensfw.com. This week's patron picks. For this month's patron picks are Troy Zan from Survivor, Ashley Millionaire Mitchell. Oh my God, is that an amazing picture? Um, Ronnie from season 39 of Survivor, and Julie Rosenberg from Survivor. So, there yeah, you go.
3: so if you guys want a picture of Ashley, become a patron. <laughs> an Wait, are
4: you picture? sure they don't want a picture of Ronnie?
3: Maybe. Well, I, I would want the picture of I, that. I, like, I don't know because that season doesn't exist. Oh yeah, oh,
4: that's, I, true I, no, that's true. That, that, that's true too. But so the if season know, 40 40. Yeah. If people watch poker, they might want a picture of him.
2: Yeah, he's a cool guy. He like like he signed every single autograph different yeah. on every. Oh, that's single awesome. No,
1: that's, makes and,
2: it easy. And, and when I had the pictures done, they accidentally printed like twenty extra of him. I don't know why. And he, and he was just like, geez fair play." And so everyone is different. Of forty fucking pictures. <laughs> That's awesome! Yeah, so go to adfreensfw.com and get yourself uh, get yourself uh, those autograph picks. There's a different uh, different set of four every month, and uh, and you get all the bonus content, our weekly Q and A, and everything else. A lot of fun. Um, so yeah, match me if you can. Are you guys? Does this look good to you? Or from the from the previews, it looks like two of the girls hook up and no one else because I don't see. Ashley hooking up with fucking Joey Sasso from the Circle. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I, I, was, I was
2: so shocked seeing him come on. I'm like
3: that's
1: a the reach problem.
3: Someone to pull in. <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't I mean, know. on
3: we'll
4: there? Maybe something with Eric.
3: You know what? You know what? Any show that takes away from 100 hours of the show that I'm not going to name anymore, I'm I'm all for it. It'll be the best show ever just because it's replacing an hour of that. <laughs> Oh, what show is that? I'm not saying it. What
2: is it? Uh, It has something to do with
3: some guy who won't let you on his show.
2: (laughs) Who won't let me on his show?
3: Oh, you know, like uh, uh, Rob Dyrdek.
2: Oh, that show. Yeah. 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 Ridiculousness.
3: But it it was Kevin Hart before this episode, so it was was hearticulousness. And I'm like, dude, come on. Oh, God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, dude,
3: stop it. Yeah. You're drunk. go home
2: <laughs> yeah uh circle circle season two dropped today look for coverage oh, here lovely. at reality nsfw and youtube.com slash reality with uh with Elaine from survivor professor tim and a different guest each week from the u.s and uk versions of the circle so excited that coverage starting immediately so get ready look for it i think they're starting tomorrow maybe oh awesome yeah. That's, that'll
4: be great. That's the, yeah. that is a great duo that you got having Elaine and professor Tim. Amazing. Yeah. And,
3: and I've already watched the first four episodes. They're going to have a fun time covering yeah. them. Oh, the first, you watched the first four already? <laughs> yeah. They, they put yeah. out four episodes a what? week and I was just like, Oh, let me watch them. I have time between like when I ended work and when uh, the challenge was on, let me binge them real quick. Uh, it's it's very fun. Great cast. They actually think strategically this season, as opposed to the first season. But yeah, like so, tune into this coverage. Watch the show and tune yeah. in for Professor Tim's analysis and Elaine's analysis. It's a great time.
2: Real quick, what's uh, there, there's a guy from Chicago, um, hmm. maybe Sideburn like a uh, uh, Bryce Isaiah from Survivor uh, coached him up before he went out there.
3: Oh. That I think I know who you're talking about. I'll, I'll talk about it offline with you. Um, I believe he's someone who's catfishing. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. And like some of the names he uses, I was listening to someone else covering it. They're like, they're using a lot of sayings from Yan. Oh, really? <laughs> and, and I was like, Oh, Did yeah, you like, the his dot, fake dot, name dot. is uh, Emily, and like Bryce always
2: goes, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> sweet so yeah so bryce did coach someone going into this so i'm pretty excited that's awesome that's so
3: fun to know
2: yeah so but, i mean like I-, I thought bryce was good on kagayan but i think bryce has learned so much since kagayan that i mean like he would be great on the circle
3: <laughs>
4: yeah that's what i was gonna say i would love to see what type of character he would play on the circle because i think he could be himself or he could even catfish if he wanted to
2: I think I prefer to see him catfish because I think he would just have so much. I think fun. it would be I feel like he'd be someone just for
3: the fun of it, going as Wendell.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I would I would prefer Bryce go as Wendell on the challenge.
3: <laughs> but you know, going back to the challenge, yeah. Amber wins, and the big advantage that she gets is oh if you want to switch partners, you can. And if I'm like, I was talking with my friends about it as they went to the commercial. I'm like, if you're Amber and you just see, I just crushed this, and CT just crushed this. We ran here first. Oh yeah, I'm gonna to switch to Fessy, who Fessy is the entire time thinking, oh, I'm gonna get picked again. Oh, I know,
2: because it's all about him. <laughs> and so guy.
3: when she says, when she says, oh, I'm sticking with CT, they immediately cut over
2: to Fessy, and Fessy's like, whoa. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> and then he gets, you know, it's just like, oh, I'm so glad she didn't take. It's like, motherfucker, she won't gonna take you. Yeah, but he expects everyone to take him. Okay, he just, always um, three times.
1: To
2: yeah. All right. So, who tr- who changes partners if they have the op? If are so, let's say it's Leroy. Who does I, does, I, he,
1: I, does Leroy take
2: Casey back, or does he take Cam? I, I, I would say
1: Leroy
3: and Casey would or. Leroy and Cam, I think, would be the only ones who would change it just so that they could pair with each other. I think so too. At
2: that point. That would make sense. But I also I've been like how the, they're spread I think I think they're purposely spreading their yeah. odds. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. think that if that's out. the case, then I think no one switches.
4: Yeah, uh, I think Leroy backs Nani. I really seriously do. Just cuz he is that good of a guy, I don't think he would have switched.
3: It also would have been funny though if like Nani won it, got the fastest time, goes like, "Leroy, I want you to win, so I'm taking Fessy." Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: so Casey's forced to help Leroy win. Leroy doesn't push Casey to the limit where she's going to be a little reckless and end up hurting herself yeah. because of that and he she wouldn't be gassed and Fessy would get the complaint the entire time, and we would get Gold Nani
2: confessions being like,
3: "Fuck you, Fessy."
2: <laughs> yeah, I would be cool with that. So yeah, so uh, mm-hmm. no hype networks. This this advantage was a complete waste. No, as no, I, as I said, we're we're here, like Nani fucking up Fessy's game would, would not have been a complete waste. Uh, yeah. Leroy, Leroy, potentially like I know he loves Nani, but I think he has plausible deniability if he takes uh yeah. if he takes cam because he's just and like, honestly
3: i think nani will have understood in this yeah. like she will have been hurt a little bit but she would have been in the confession saying i understand i'm the reason why we were in last place yeah.
2: or or he takes or they continue to just to, to spread the field and stay separate and he takes uh casey because he's just like you've seen what we did all season together i gotta go what brought me to the dance yeah so, and I and, think those and, are the and, only and, where it and and fuck Fessy's plan, and I think everyone's yeah. like, oh yeah, except for Fessy, of course. Yeah.
4: yeah, everyone else would have stayed, but he might have been the only person that maybe would have done it, and or Cam maybe, but I just think Leroy is that good of a guy where he would have just stood by Nani. Yeah.
3: But yeah, so we go from here, and the next part is you have to run an additional two miles. Where you're retrieving a key, then you run back and you use the key to open up a station. No one knows what's in that station yet. Cam's hoping it's a puzzle. We all know it ends up being the gross food challenge, coming back to haunt everyone. But the main story of this two-mile run is Leroy's talking about, like, I'm letting Nani control the pace. And then you go to Casey saying, like, Fessy, I need to slow down. And Fessy literally looks at her and goes, no. No. And then keeps running faster.
2: And it's never like- and, and, and never runs encouragingly with her. No. At, at, mm-hmm. at any point, like even out of the gate, you know, like like Leroy, like I I, I think like Leroy and Nani kind of knew where they were as runners. And and you know, and and Leroy's like, you know, I'm gonna go up front and you know, and and you know, hopefully she could, you know, whereas Festival's like, I'm gonna win, because I'm the winner and then like when they when they actually get to the second checkpoint Bessie made it to the second choice the second checkpoint first all by himself mm-hmm. because that's what he wanted to do make it yeah. all by himself he
3: wants to show everyone that he's the best yeah and it's not like that he's on the best team is that he's the best you're on a team he played a team sport I in know. college <laughs> Like you know what what hurt him probably he was probably a receiving tight end and not a blocking tight end because like when you're in the trenches and you're like offensive line or your defense that's brotherhood so yeah. you're not working for your own numbers and your stats to try to get that you're working on like I'm gonna pancake these motherfuckers into the ground and protect my guys in the back like you're here to make the team win and he came into the challenge going what can get me the win
2: yeah I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna what gets yeah. you the
3: win is being a part of a team.
2: I'm gonna do the part of Gronk that gets the highlights, not the part of Gronk that wins championships.
3: Yeah, I'm what? gonna throw the Heisman. I'm I'm gonna throw the Lombardi Trophy and break it and use it to bunt in a, uh, in a game at in uh, Fenway. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I mean, oh, it it, it was it as I said, it wasn't a good look at all. And you know, he was just he was just like, oh my god, everyone's gonna see this and see how great I am. And it's just like, yeah, but the word's not great.
4: Yeah, no. you're you're in a partnership. You're not a single person. And that's why I respect Leroy so much because he realized, all right, you know what? I have to slow my pace down for Nani. I don't want to push her too hard because there's more challenge to go. Every single final is a long duration. They go for days at a time sometimes. So he knows that, hey, we have opportunities to catch up.
2: Yeah, And as Liz B. mentions here in the comments, you know, Leroy was even encouraging Casey. Not Fessy.
3: Because Leroy's a good guy. Like, there's nothing else you get out of not just this season, but Leroy's entire like challenge career. Yeah, Leroy is a nice guy and will always try to lift people up, even at his own detriment. But like, so we have this, and also if Fuzzy wants to also be determined to be a good guy, don't go into the fucking confessional when Casey's lying on the ground in pain and you're in confessional going, "I don't even know what to feel. I'm not angry." I'm not sad. I thought he was about to say he was disappointed.
4: Oh, like he that's how he was that. going. RIP to him on Twitter if he would have said that.
2: Yeah. And but he
3: basically said that.
2: Yeah. But yeah. I, you know what? Uh, if I were Casey's partner, I know how I would feel. Fucking devastated. sad for my partner.
3: I would have yeah. been devastated for her. I'm like, we were doing so good. And and like, you got hurt. And this is awful. I feel so bad for you that you got hurt. hurt.
1: Yeah. First and foremost,
3: hurt. Like it would have been, I, and for me, because I'm very empathetic, I would have felt so guilty that she got hurt because it would have been my fault that she was pushing as hard as she was. So she wasn't, she was more focused on trying to catch up than focusing on where she was needing to go. Yeah. More and worrying about- you're on this type of terrain, not looking where you're going. But, but placement. I, I mean, need.
2: like, I, that, that, the, uh, the half marathon I ran, the the, the, the the trail yeah. you know uh off road you know with with the hills and rocks on i i almost ate shit twice and those two moments were the scariest like i'm just like yeah. fuck me like like this is like i'm trying to get this over with as quickly as possible because this is fucking miserable but if i'm fucking carried off this fucking side of this fucking mountain it's like oh like <laughs> none of this is worth anything and yeah i mean like just tunnel vision. Just stare at rocks. Stare at rocks. Stare at rocks. And she's looking at the guy, going, "What are you doing? I'm over. I'm over. I'm over here winning all by myself. Why can't you catch up to me, the guy that's winning all by himself?"
3: Yeah, and we get this. So, like, the other teams are now passing them, and you see Nani's now pa- like Nani and Leroy are now passing them, and Nani has a professional of like, you can see in Fessy's eyes of like, oh, uh, ugh. She lost this uh, final for me. Yeah, I didn't lose eight. And she's like, dude, realize it's not about you for once. Like, it's never been about you.
4: They're supposed to be friends. That's the other thing that bugs me about the entire situation. Like, yeah. have some sympathy for her. Be there. She's clearly in a ton of pain. You can well, just like,
3: hear it. And I'm not saying he didn't have sympathy for her. But at that moment, he was too self-centered thinking inwardly about Oh, we were in first place. Oh, me. We had this in the bag, not knowing that he would then have to eat. But it's like I, I was going to win. Like he I bet in his mind. He wasn't saying we were going to win. He was like I was going to win.
2: It that's me in any like anyone that I'm there with at this point. And and I would like to think that I would have maneuvered myself to be with a good friend mm-hmm. or hopefully a close friend and I, and I felt that Fessy and Katie were close friends. There's no way if that's me. And I'm an arrogant asshole. I admit that, you know, but you know, there there's secretly nice things about me. I'm holding my close friend's hand at this moment.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sitting not- there pouting.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, like he was looking the other, like, like it was, it was a look of disgust, like, like, yeah, how could she do this? Versus, like, I'm on my, I'm on my fucking knees, holding her hand, or you know, like, like, look, it doesn't matter. Like, all that matters is that you're okay. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah, the challenge doesn't matter anymore. No. No, those words are never uttered. Yeah, or it, it's at least
3: not shown to us because I know they're friends in real, like outside this game. Like I know after th- this final, they are probably still at least in talking terms with each other. Like they're going to be on another season of each other. Maybe it comes back to haunt them. We don't know. I don't know the full story. I'm not as close to. I've never spoken two words to Casey or to Fessy, so.
2: Uh, we we have a comment from Jamil Thomas. I'm guessing I'm the only one who likes Fessy. Oh, hey, hey Fessy well, joined us here on the on the uh, chat. Thank you, Fessy, for using an assumed name and joining us here this week. And <laughs> well, you know what? That's the great thing about these shows: people that a lot of
3: people hate, there are going to be people who like him. Yeah, yeah,
2: Fessy fan. Fessy
3: fan. Fessy fan. <laughs>
4: well, I think I think this season, though, in particular, it got worse. Like he was okay on the last season, but this one, I'm like, no. Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: I mean, as I said, that this like I didn't I, I thought the the climax of the season was building towards who would win TJ's final, not the climax of of, you know, hey, if you hated if you hated Fessy, oh you just you wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got you, brother. Yeah,
3: are like we're. That's what this season has all been building towards. Not who wins, <laughs> but the downfall of Fessy. <laughs> yeah,
2: so so yeah, so uh, Casey's down. Blows blows her knee out of the socket. As, as I mentioned at the, at the beginning of the show, I, you know, I I met uh, uh well I I'd, I'd met Casey the previous year. So sweet, like it was so crazy. Like so, heart's reality the previous year. You know, pre-COVID, and and you know, and everyone's interacting. The like. And I and I don't fault them or any any or so when a show just ends, and the first time that the that the cast of that show have the opportunity to all come together somewhere, you know, they all want to see each other because you know it's it's the first time, it's a special time, it's 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 a once in a lifetime time for, for a lot of a lot of these people, you know, that's the only time they're they're ever all gonna get together. So with with that Big Brother cast, they they all kind of hung to themselves for the most part, and and then Tyler and Angela like just you know Segregated. like like they, they would they would interact with just the Big Brother people, and then just segregate themselves from from everyone. So, but Casey was was in that group, but she was just like, hey. You're Johnny. Hey, you're, you're like, I mean, she like high five and everybody, like, as I said, pro- probably the nicest person at, at this, and it's a charity event. So everyone's nice. She's probably the nicest person at this charity event. So, so when, you know, me and Zach went back, I was just like, Hey, like, you know, I met Casey last year. She, she she's a sweetheart. I loved her, you know? So hopefully she, and she was like, Johnny, and uh, and she was just like, you know, and, and, you know, it's like, what's happened? She goes, hey, I'm like, whoa, whoa. We'll talk in a minute. <laughs>
4: she seems like a real social butterfly she really does i think if you're talking about anyone that you see on any of these seasons she seems very very genuine and to herself and then when you actually meet her in person that's just it seems like that's a person you're gonna get
3: yeah and you know what i feel like these shows don't know how to properly show that because like everyone goes casey's so boring why do people like casey she like she's just there she's a wallflower i'm like no, like if you understand what she's doing and why she's going along is because she's able to build very genuine bonds with people. Yeah, and then like, the people that
2: she rocks with, she rocks with. Yeah. and non-confrontationally with, their, with, with the people that aren't in that. that yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's a gift. So, I mean, like, she, she won Big Brother for a reason. Big yeah. Brother is a social game. I mean, it's, the, yeah, it's all know, about connections and who you burn and
3: how you burn them.
2: Big Brother, you're not riding on the back of a tractor trailer at 55 miles an hour. You're doing five-piece puzzles. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And wearing costumes. And wearing costumes. Yeah. Well, I guess you do that on the challenge for your one bar scene a season.
1: Oh, yes. That
3: was Uh, was a good... Yeah, back when Fessy wore a tutu. You know, 80s night. 80s night. But yeah, so... (laughs) We get to the boxes and they start to unlock it. And the first thing you see, Oh, did you guys know it's the return of Noms testicles?
2: Oh, sweet. Uh, (laughs) Who doesn't love Noms testicles? So uh, we we have sheep face, Noms testicles and a liter of blood each. And God bless Corey. If you didn't like him up till now, I mean, he, he, he just broke it all down. He goes, Cue the Corey vomit montage. Yeah,
3: cue it. It's there. <laughs> I know I did it. You're gonna show it. Just show uh, it. <laughs> every You're season. Off. You know what? Some, season, some of it, it was nothing. so unnecessary, though. Like they showed people puking and then regurgitating the puke, so that they could puke it again. I'm like, oh, you didn't have to go this hard, <laughs> MTV. But uh some of the people when it was coming back up, I'm like, I, I I'm not sure if it was the blood. I think they literally just threw up an organ. Oh, Amber, Amber B, of yeah, They sure. win. Oh. They win. They say they do the horn. Amber and C
2: T you win. The lung comes out. Yeah, it yeah. was
4: that was a bad one. I was, and, I was and, not prepared uh, for that.
2: Was it was it uh where's uh Oh, TJ says, uh, "That's disgusting." <laughs> <She> <laughs> away. So, but the music they're playing during the montage and, and 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 during 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 this challenge, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Relax from the album, Welcome to the Pleasure Dome, and here we go. Right I just think it. of Zoolander whenever I hear that song. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, no, there was a movie. Uh, there were there was an '80s movie. Ah. Uh, I I mean, I have have a computer I could look, but uh, there was a pretty, like, I want to say, like, hardcore, like, like, uh, uh, relax. (laughs) I don't (laughs) do it. Fuck it. Makes you want to do it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, as he's researching it, great song choice. I also think they could have done, like, the body double
2: it's oh, it's, body uh, it's at the beginning of body double and this like hardcore like 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 fucking like hardcore fucking sex scene like like se- sex club scene thing like like fucking like uh, i think that's where someone dies at the beginning of the movie like mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me so killing so me it's killing you even talking yeah. about it yeah. well night night i saw that this came out in 1984 like like i kind of sneaked into a room and saw it when i wasn't supposed to i was 10 years old at the time and i'm just like holy shit and that's like the first time i heard that song and then i hear it on the radio afterwards i'm like whoa this song is about bad stuff <laughs> and so and then it was later in in uh, uh uh t2 train spotting not sure uh 2000 anyway so uh i love the song i have the album and uh um, thank you to whoever put that there. So, but uh yeah, tell us Lauren, tell us how impressed you were once it's time for CT. Like I was ready to throw up with Casey walking to the station, uh the the food food station with, with I mean like you A see hobbit, right? oh, it's
4: buckling buckling yeah. at least three times,
2: yeah. And and I'm ready to throw up at that because I'm just like Fucking throw up the X, like this is this is over. So, but no, like I, I said, that would make me puke. But yeah. uh, not Fessy; he could stomach that no problem. But can't stomach a little sheep face, can he?
4: No, he. And the the issue I have with the entire situation, he's literally chilling there and knows yeah. that Casey's in freaking pain, and she's yeah. over there being a boss and eating, and he's just like, he like no remorse. He's she, like just
2: staring. Yeah. Yeah, Tear, tears in pride driving her. Yes, and Fessy lacks all that. Yeah,
3: Fessy's like already in the fetus attitude. He already knows he doesn't want to eat. He's like, well, it's pointless to even eat because we're gonna we're gonna come in last on day two anyway. And then I love Leroy just going, "Hey Leroy, or hey hey Fessy, start eating. Hey pussy, yeah. <laughs> stop what? eating the pussy and start eating." And you have Casey yelling at him, "Yo, you better start." fucking eating yeah as she was trying to drown blood it was (laughs) sickening
2: it was fucking it wasn't it wasn't sickening because they were eating fucking balls and fucking face and drinking blood it was sickening his fucking lack of fucking pride
4: yeah yeah i mean she shows the drive right there and he can give her nothing like she's hobbling around she's willing to eat this food to give them a shot and saying they're not going to dq me give it a go and if they do DQ them, well, at least they went out, you know, badass yeah. about it. Well, no, they,
3: I think they would have DQ'd her if they were going to DQ her. Exactly, if they were going to DQ her, they would have done it then. They weren't. They would not have risked her trying to you like put weight on that leg and get to the end at that point there's a liability
4: there there might have day two maybe there's sometimes they'll say she's medically unfit to go so they might re-check her again yeah there
2: there there, there's more than likely a re-evaluation but the fact that she was not dq'd prior to the food means that the door is somewhat open and if the door is somewhat open don't fucking close it yourself because you don't fucking want to eat fucking balls. Yeah. And he signed up for exactly. Leroy even says he's familiar with
3: the testicles. (laughs) (laughs) I love Leroy during this segment. Like him and CT were just giving you life because you have Leroy just trying to make some jokes out of it. Then you have CT going like, Dude, this is nothing. Like, I would order two more of these Bloody Marys. <laughs> yeah. Give me some more, sheep face. Why don't you? Like, I was thinking he was about to give himself the dessert just to, like, show off to everyone and be like, Oh, no, you know, no, no. Look at this, guys. <laughs> like, just yeah. go right in front of Fessy's face. Like, oh, mmm. Want, want, want a bite? Want a bite? Not so that you're short, you're short.
2: So, uh,. CT and Amber win, stage two. The the big vomit at, as as the climax w- was amazing.
4: Mm-hmm. And uh,
2: so their advantage is they give to give one more plate of food to the remaining uh, three three teams. Who do you think it goes to?
4: Cam and Corey. <sighs> I think I think it well, in my opinion, it should go to Cam and Corey because you already see that Leroy and Nani are a little bit weaker right now. And then Fessy's not even fucking eating. So what's the point? I would just give it to Cam and Corey.
2: I, I bet he doesn't eat it. Like, I, I I think if you give them that other plate, I don't even know if they're going to finish the fucking plate they have.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: No. So I wouldn't waste it on, uh, I, mean, I mean, that's the humane thing to do. Just because, like, like you just look at uh, Casey and go, look, just stop. Your fucking partner fucking sucks.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: you're you're twice the fucking human being he is with one fucking leg just fucking stop
3: Yeah, exactly I'm looking at it it's like the humane thing is giving it to Casey and Fessy and just like the other teams go and also if you have this confidence build up from winning the two checkpoints you're in first place like pretty securely you're like we can outrun them and that's what most of day two is going to be there may be like one more checkpoint and that's it the rest will be like climbing a mountain usually Uh, but at the same time, yeah, Cam and Corey are in second place. You give it to Cam and Corey because I'm not scared of Leroy and Nani as a pair oh, at no. this point in time. It, it, yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
2: As, as, as the the emotional, sympathetic viewer yes. that I am at this point, I don't want it. like I'm like like. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family Leroy's working with a handicap right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, like, don't make
2: it any more than it is. Like, I want Leroy to win. Come on. Give me the well, story of ending. Yeah. And
3: I will say for those who watched the preview on the next on, like, you can pretty clearly see which teams still make it because yeah. you see cam and leroy at different stages like doing something else and the only clip you get of casey and fessy is fessy actually attempting to eat something and immediately spitting it out
2: yeah that's the only clip is from from this challenge so Mm -hmm. or the this uh, station. But,
3: but we know he actually tr- attempts to eat something, because it's going to be him be able to turn it to be like, see, I overcame, I decided I was going to help, and, I, and in my good nature, I decided to, you know, take one for the team and really take a big chunk out of that testicle. I, I had two bites. Yeah, I spit it out immediately, but like, <laughs> it's you know, it, nice it, it's, it's what it
4: represented. Oh, I hope he doesn't say that. If he does say that, I'll roast his ass. <laughs>
3: no, what he's going to say is, This was my season to win. Unfortunately, none of my female partners were able to stack up to me. Even Casey let me down by getting hurt. What a loser getting hurt during a final. I would never. But here I am leaving in fourth place yet again. Oh, well, there there is some. He's not used to coming in last. But I I would
2: beg to differ based off these seasons.
3: Yeah, you're right.
2: So uh, I love this episode. I mean, other than like, I mean i I love Casey, and that that hurts. Yeah. You know? like I'm just like, oh, please, because as I said, like I didn't know when it happened. I had to personally assume it happened in the challenge, and I'm just like, okay, is there an eliminator that's happened? Like, you know, a, a, like someone yes. plays dirty in a in a hall brawl, and I'm just like, okay, no, no, and then she makes. I'm just like, okay, maybe. Maybe she breaks it crossing the finish line. Like I just, like just want to, you know, just hope for the. I mean, you don't root against your friends. No. Well, Bessie no. would, but I. Oh, yeah. Would.
3: <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely, and it's like we're, I'm going into this next episode already counting them out. Like, congratulations, Casey, for having a really good season. You dominated the social game and political game. Uh, you allowed Fessy to believe he had an impact on the political and social game. Um, you know, like, between you and Corey, you both tricked him into going into elimination, thinking it was his move. Like, yeah, congratulations all around. You had an awesome season. Can't wait to have you come back. Yeah. Fessy, I, I hope you improve yourself. I hope you grow as an individual from all this. And and you really beca- have that face turn uh, turn that everyone – uh, maybe not everyone. Lauren definitely does not want it to happen, but some people do, yeah. uh, you know, better on. But we have three teams that I very much enjoy going into the part two of the finale.
2: Yeah. So uh, for those of you looking for season 37 speculation, we began. Uh, yes, we started a little early because it was only a one hour episode of the challenge versus the 90 minute episode that we've been uh, used to we began the episode talking season 37 speculation. So, so that is there. Uh, the only thing we didn't mention is uh, you know um, you know, Jay's out for um, uh, uh, COVID protocol yeah. protocol. Yep. Um, and uh, there was an early rumor that Wes was his replacement and that is allegedly debunked. Wes mm-hmm. is not there. So, but yeah, go back and listen to the beginning of the podcast. There is plenty of, of season 37, uh, uh, talk at, at the beginning, uh, uh, just out of nowhere. So, uh, so <laughs> it's there. Uh, don't forget, um, we've been covering Big Brother Canada. Uh, it's an awesome podcast. Even if you don't watch Big Brother Canada, fucking Brent Walgamot will fucking.
0: It's wow entertaining.
2: It, it, it is, it is the best television show recap podcast i've ever listened to in my lo- entire life brent is fire it's like holy moly is mm-hmm. it? don't watch the show you don't need to just watch the podcast yeah, with brent. Sure. and uh we will be back uh tomorrow uh talking the challenge all stars and we will be joined by nehemiah
4: yeah, oh, that's
2: awesome! Wow. How cool is that, guys? Hey, Sounds he's great. been
3: a focal point in these first two episodes. I, I'm I would be very much looking forward to hear his takes on the early portions of this season.
2: Yeah, so so Nehemiah will be joining us. He is my tenderoni, and uh, very excited. Uh, two weeks we got Mark Long, and so uh, uh, that's going to be a good one. And and in two weeks we'll we'll be talking the. What part seven of uh, Double Agents uh, final? Oh yeah, uh- <laughs> yeah. There's only one team left.
3: <laughs> oh sweet, but I'm they cool. could lose. <laughs>
2: they could lose.
3: TJ wins the final.
2: <laughs> I'm cool with that. So, uh, so yeah. So join us tomorrow night at 10 p.m. We will not be uh, going early. We, uh, we we will definitely uh, start at 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. For those of you wondering. So just go to youtube.com/slash reality and SFW and click the subscribe button right now so you get the alert for that and you would have got the alert for tonight i was going early and uh check out our circle coverage uh professor tim and elaine just wrapped up uh the circle uk season three and uh they did the finale fucking through the roof with the views people loved it people are are uh are still clamoring about it and um they will be starting the circle US season two coverage, I believe tomorrow. Don't hold me to it. Once again, go to youtube.com/slash reality and sfw. Click subscribe. You'll find out when they when they go live. And you can always watch everything and listen to everything at reality and And uh, if you just want to listen, uh, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you podcast. And uh, click the uh, and just do a search for reality NSFW. And lastly, the best way to support the podcast, no contest, is to become a patron. Go to adfreensfw.com dot com. Become a patron. There's all kinds of levels. You can watch uh, Australian uh, Survivor season two with us right now. We're on episode 21. Very tough episode to watch this week. And, um, we are, uh, we do a podcast after the episode every single week. That's a lot of fun. We do a weekly Q and a, that is my favorite podcast other than this one, of course. And, uh, you can also get autographed picks of people like Ashley millionaire Mitchell. Oh my God. Why was I not on that? Uh, what was it? Match me if you can come on Pepsi Cola. I know you suck, but you can still have me on there <laughs> anyway with that. Thank you so much guys. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, listeners and viewers. You guys are all awesome. And we look forward to seeing you tomorrow, next week, and forever here at Reality NSFW. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed
0: for three years to be made by people, not patients. Lucy's created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine in cherry ice flavor. Each and every flavor actually does taste great, and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, even in the gym. I'm so excited that Lucy is sponsoring us because one of my best friends in the world He's trying to quit smoking. His girlfriend's been getting on him for years. He's a big menthol smoker and the wintergreen flavor is a really nice substitute for him that he absolutely loves. So this is the thing that you need to check out. If you've been trying to kick your tobacco habits.
2: I have a family member that's tried the pomegranate and they say it's one of the greatest tasting gums they've ever had. We're not talking nicotine gum. We're talking any gum. So if you're, if you've been discouraged by other nicotine gums, Try the pomegranate. And also for the lozenge, the cheery ice is allegedly the best. And you know what? I believe them. But as far as enjoying anywhere, I heard at the gym, you get a little extra bump from the lozenge and from the gum.
0: Boom. It's 2020. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. And a subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, you don't even have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down.
2: Reality NSFW listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code SURVIVOR to get 20% off all products, including gum and lozenges. That's lucy, L-U-C-Y, dot C-O. That's right, C-O, and use promo code SURVIVOR at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. So that's lucy.co, and be sure to use that promo code SURVIVOR, and we thank them for sponsoring the Reality NSFW podcast. This episode of Reality NSFW is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us, Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer-lasting erections. That's right, we're giving away super hard dicks.
0: Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED.
2: Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor offices, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and
0: strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. BlueChew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy.
2: Hey, if you're looking to give that immunity idol to someone, or you don't want to be voted out of a crater, don't worry, Blue Chew's got you covered. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information.
0: And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use promo code Survivor at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W dot com. Promo code Survivor to receive your first
1: month free. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast.